0: hi family okay so um, it's very hot today <laughs> it's very hot today I guess it's summer, what am I expecting <laughs> you know when I said that you know um, I don't know maybe I was about to ex- uh, complain but now um, I'm reminded that uh, I once had a conversation you know with this with with my friends you know and someone just said you know someone was complaining rather of, of, of winter Oh my God, it's so cold. And the other one said, it's winter. What are you expecting? (laughs) Yeah, and so sometimes it just shows that we complain, you know. We complain, it's never enough. We are never enough. We always have to find something to complain about. Even the things that we know we have found them as they are, and they are not going to change. Just because you are complaining about them, it does not mean that it will change or maybe... The whole season will change because of you. The whole season is going to change because you are uncomfortable, right? The whole season is going to change because you are not feeling up to its weather. Guess what? It's not going to change. There are some things in our lives that they are just there. You just have to go along and just you have to accept. Yeah, we have to accept. It's winter. Winter is cold. I mean, it has always been winter. It has always been cold. There's no way that it will be winter and it's going to be hot, right? (laughs) So, yeah. So, we like to complain. It shows that the only thing that we master or we do all the time is to complain. So, how about we learn to be content? We need to learn to be content because when we always complain something, sometimes you are missing out on on some things you know you are missing out on 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 the blessings of that day you are missing out on the on the opportunities for that day you are missing out on the voice of god you are missing out on a lot of things because only one thing for the whole day it got you so irritated or it disturbed you or i don't know and if ever you can look at things that one thing is only one thing that It has not been changed or you cannot even change it, right? So rather focus on the things that you can change and seize each and every moment that God is giving you or seize each and every moment that um, every opportunity or the day might bring you, you know, to do something about the things that you can change and stop complaining really about the things that you cannot change because regardless how much you complain they're still gonna be there nothing will change them right yeah so um yes family my name is suki and i'm still about my father's business you know nothing gives me joy and like i said the last time it's an honor and a privilege really to serve my father you know in this week you know i've been my god this week this week has been a lot for me it has been a lot for me it has been a lot of spiritual growth for me and that is one thing that i'm just realizing when it comes to god that if ever you are not going to give god your fullness your wholeness you and you are not gonna give him an opportunity to come into your life and you're not gonna even give yourself an opportunity you know, to just know God and have a relationship with God. You know, in this week, I'm just realizing that we have missed or we are missing a lot on God and on the Word of God to the point that um, by not having a relationship with Him, there is no way that you are going to grow spiritually. There's no way because there are some things that when you are in christ that is when god will begin to unfold the truth that's when god will begin to unfold the revelation so sometimes we think in that or we limit uh, the relationship with god my goodness if ever we know how much we are missing out on god because i'm just realizing right now that okay god there is levels into this thing there is a level to 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 each and every growth and as much as there is a process you know to what uh, your spiritual growth there is a level in knowing god or in having a relationship with god or there are levels which um they are hidden in Christ. The only way that you can find is by you being in Christ and in having a relationship with God. You know, God uh, opens doors that um, are not known to man, but he will only open those doors whenever you or, 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 or when you grow spiritually into the word of God, God open doors that, um, Oh my goodness I don't know how to, how to say this or how to pull it but God will op- I wish I was speaking in my language but I know that there are people that I need to cater for each and every one of us oh my god but you know um let let me speak let me say it in my language maybe I will understand it better in English I will I will be able to say it okay so ka a processor ngolengwe emudimu isang kohoyone. mudimu o munyako in terms of a relationship or oh, 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 or another revelation you know uh, 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 to him uh, another an, another side of him, let me just put it like that, another side of him and it did not work way. Now, when you are in God, you know, it's your spiritual process, it's your spiritual growth when you are in God. But I'm just going to give you an example because um, I remember the last time, you know, I will, I, 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 you know, for me, I'm the living testimony. I don't want you to go into God thinking that you know or with your experiences or with whatever that you have heard before um go to god you know with with you go to god with you be like a child you know don't go knowing so much because Along the way, you are going to complain. As I've said that, you know, if ever you are going to be complaining throughout the process, as you know that this is winter, you don't change. The weather won't change because you are complaining. That is the thing. When you go unto God, thinking that you know, thinking that you have an experience, thinking that you know the Bible more than anyone, you know how to recite it from Genesis, you know, to Revelation. Oh my goodness. You know, that's when you are missing out on having an amazing relationship with god but if ever you can give yourself that you know what i'm just going to go into the presence of god not knowing i want him to teach me his word as the holy spirit is the one that can teaches you you know things that you don't know things that are not known unto man or it will teach you everything that you need to know, you know, knowledge and understanding, my God, yes, Um so that is the kind of process that I have been going through, you know, in this week, and I just want to share, ch- I know I, I said I just, I want to, I will be continuing with the, with the last uh, episode, but I'm so sorry, but we'll catch up on that, because really, I did not really um, sent myself, right? If ever I was sent or I sent myself, then I will be able to control, to dictate what, whether what am I going to be talking about. But now this is what my father wants me to share with you. is a, it's, a, it's a spiritual growth when you are in Christ. Just like the last time I'm going to give you an example. You know, I love the conversation with my father because it teaches me something and I apply it in my life. You know, when you apply the word of God in your life, you get Get to know its power, you get to see the word of God coming alive or manifesting in your life. That's when now. Thou- that is a powerful testimony that you can just share, you know, with the people that you know. What the word of God is li- is, is, is alive. God is 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 alive. You know, we don't need money. You don't need the things that are tangible to show people that the word of God is real. We don't need things that are seen, you know, to show people. Uh, uh We don't need to persuade people really uh, into loving God, into knowing God by the things that are tangible. No, 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 no. You just need to have yourself to make it upon yourself uh, to have a relationship with God. If ever you understand what is it that you will be losing. I understand what I am going to be losing and I can't afford that. I can't afford my generation to suffer. That's me. You know, God is generation minded. You know, you ought to be generation minded. We ought to be likewise, like like our father, you know, because you understand You know, for you to be disciplined, for you to just be steady, for you to just be firm. You just need to understand to have a generation in mind because of your behavior. You have to understand that certain behaviors, you know, certain ways that you are speaking, how you treat people, things that you are doing on daily basis, you know, at the end of the day they are going to you know, your, your generation, either they are going to suffer for that or your generation, they are going to be prosperous because of that. So you need to be generation in minded. Whatever that you are saying, the behavior, everything that you are doing, be generation in mind. Have a generation in mind like our Father. And there are so many things that you won't do there. That's where the discipline is coming from. The discipline is coming from that, having a generation minded. Now you know that there are some certain things that you shouldn't, do there are some certain words that you shouldn't utter you know there are some certain that's where now you are going to just be disciplined you know in terms of that so yeah let's continue like I said for example um You know, sometimes we go with our feelings, you know, when it comes to the presence of God. You know, I want to feel the presence of God. You know, I I want to assign. I want to know things like that. But you know that because he is ever-present God, he is a present God, you need to come to a maturity that he is there. He is there. You know, if ever you can come to that maturity that he is there, then I am telling you everything will make sense. Everything will make sense. How you hear the word of God, how you listen to the word of God, how you receive the word of God is going to be so much different than when you want to go with your feelings, because remember, when you are about your feelings, you will want to hear some certain things, because now they are aligned to your feelings, they are aligned to to your emotions, or they are aligned to your situation, right? But if ever you just go and say, you know what, you know, to that spiritual growth, that uh, it, it does not matter that you feel him, it does not. You have to know. Your spiritual man needs to know that he is here. You need to know. You need to have it in, inside of you. Know that he is here because he is a shepherd, right? He said that all. I am a shepherd. He is a shepherd. He is there. Because he is there when you wake up. why wow, goodness. He is there Wherever you go, he is there. He is there when you wake up. He is there when you prepare yourself in the morning. He is there when you go to work. He is there when you sit. He is there when you stand up. He is there wherever you are. He is there. So if ever you are going to go by your emotions, you are going to miss him. He is there. So that's one of the things. And the second thing is that what he taught me in this week, let us go into the book of Proverbs, uh, Hebrew, because, you know, we've been um, in, in prayer and fasting me and my friend and that's where the scriptures came into mind that okay let us first uh, let us start with uh hebrew 11 and verse 6 where it talks about a faith and uh, verse 6 it says that no one can please god without faith for whoever comes to god must have faith that god exists and rewards those who who seek him. Listen to this. Whoever comes to him must have faith that God exists. That's where your faith has to come from them. Then I go to Hebrew four because Hebrew four, it just really summed it up so beautifully. Hebrew four verse 16, it says, let us have confidence. That is the word that I'm looking for. Let us have confidence right then and approach god's throne where there is grace they will receive mercy and find grace to help us just when we need it but the way that i'm looking for them is confidence let us approach the throne of god with confidence that at the end of the day he will help us in whatever that we need but if ever there's only one thing again that pleases god it's having faith if ever there's one thing that pleases our father is having faith and having faith that he exists right so at the end of the day whether, however you look at it, God is the father, the, the, the word father. And now we are going again, you know, there is this verse that says that God's plans are not to harm us, but are to prosper us. And look at it in this way. The confidence that you must have that God exists is when you start seeing him as a father. Number one, you know, when God gave me this revelation, I was like, Oh my God. Like I've always, you know, each and every time when God just speaks to me, I'm like, Oh my God, I have not, I was not seeing it like that. So there are confidence that we must have because you know, sometimes we get so, I don't know if ever defeated or maybe impatient or on God. It's like this word when he says, my plan are to harm you, are to prosper you, not to harm you. It's like we're not taking them seriously. It's like, even though when you listen to people's words it's like god is just there to harm us you know god is is, he he is bad we're making as if he's a bad, like we make it, we make him to, 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 to sound like he does not care about us or he does not care about our needs or he does not see us. You know, that is why sometimes we get to say that, but God is silent in my life. I can't see him. He doesn't, he's not doing anything right now in my life. Right. And now we, 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 we get to this word that nothing pleases God you know, if ever you don't have faith and you must have faith that he exists and he is a father and have confidence, have confidence in that faith, Have come, approach his throne with confidence that he is a father, you know, a father, if ever we can come into this world, you know, a father is someone who loves their children, right? A father wants nothing but the best, for their children. You know, that is a confidence that you must have before you approach him. You know, approach him with confidence that you are a father. And I know that, you know, You know, let, let us relate to having a father who loves you. A father who loves you. They will do anything for you to prosper. My goodness. Now we are going back to, to that word. His plans. And not to harm, you know, our fathers, you know, in in life, in the physical world, their their plans is not to harm us. You know, sometimes they 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 can come as 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 strict. They can come as if you know you know they, they they just want to. You know hold us or or tie us or whatever that we may feel at some at some point because they come as hard right they come as strict you know they will reprimand us and when they reprimand you 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 will think that you know this man does not love me things like that but at the end of the day know that whatever that he is doing he is doing for your good because he wants what the best for you and the things that you think that you he does not want for you He does not want them for you. Hence, he is saying that my plans are not to harm you. I am not here to harm you. The things that you want, the things that you desire, know that I desire more than you for you. The things that you are wishing for right now. Yes, you want to get married. Don't you think if I'm a father, I don't want you to get married? Don't you think as a father, I don't want to have a son-in-law? Don't you think as a father, I don't want to walk you down there? Oh my goodness. Don't you think as a father, I don't want to, to see you being successful, having your own house, making your own money, having the things that you know, I will be a proud father, I will be proud of myself that I raised a, 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 a beautiful young lady or a beautiful young man. You know, for me, for to, to a father, it comes as a pride that this is my child, I raised this man, I did not raise this child to become something else or to become a nobody or to become a nothing, but I was raising you. Yes, maybe you. You may think that I was straight, I I reprimanded you for no reason, but it was all for your good. It was all for what I have envisioned about you, what I have seen about you. That is why I am the way I am because the things that you see about yourself, you don't see them now, but I'm seeing them and I'm not preparing you for the things that you are seeing, but I'm preparing for what I have envisioned about your life. I am preparing The things that I have seen about you and the things that I know right now, if I give you these teachings, if I give you these lessons, if I give you this foundation, if I give you this structure, these things will set you out for life to the point that even when you are old, my child, you will not forget them you will live by them because at the end of the day they lead you to a prosperous life so what i'm saying in short i'm saying that a father wants what best for you the things that you want, believe you mean it may seem that he does not want them but in his heart he knows that he wants only the best the things that you want he wants them more than you he may not the, the, the beginning it may not seem like he, he, he wants them or he may not seem that his heart you know is just at the right place but let me assure you his heart is at the right place so this morning this today I want you to have the confidence in that have confidence you know that's where your faith is coming from have confidence that you know what he is my father as much as he is saying in his word his plans are not to harm me that is true he has envisioned the much more greater things for me. What he is seeing is much more greater than what I am seeing. So, a father, in a nutshell, wants what is best for their child at the end of the day. When you approach that throne, when you approach him in whatever that you are seeking, when you approach him in whatever that you are asking of him, when you approach him, approach him with confidence that, He is a father. He only wants what's best for me. He is a father. Whatever that he has envisioned for me is much more greater. And the things that I want that I think that he does not see or he does not want for me. He wants them more than anything. He cannot allow the devil to win. He cannot allow the devil to come and gloat. He cannot allow the devil to come and just claim victory. He does not want that. But he wants you to prosper. Have that confidence. You know, that was he. that is what he was teaching me. So can have that confidence. Don't you think I'm a father? Because I know what people are saying outside about me. I know people have lost the hope, you know, in me. I know people have lost, but I am a father. That's like a normal. I am a father who wants the best for their daughter. Right now, Suki, I know maybe you're thinking marriage is not coming, but you know what? He It is coming because why? Have confidence in because I want that for you. I want that for you, my child. I want you to have I want you to be prosperous really, just like the Bible is saying. So I want you to have that confidence when you approach it. The confidence should come from that place that he is a father. He wants what is best for me my god and now when we go to hebrew it says that nothing pleases him you know may we have that kind of faith that pleases him may we have that kind of faith that stubborn of faith that pleases him and believing that whatever that you are asking know that your father wants that more than anything. My God, whatever that you are asking of your father right now, whatever that you, uh, you you want to see in your life, he also wants that. Sometimes when we go to God, it's like you and God, sometimes we're thinking that we are not on the same page. Sometimes we're thinking that we are not aligned. It's like I'm here and God is there. But believe you me, God is here with you. But always remember one thing. He has a generation in mind. Don't be selfish in your praying. Don't be selfish in your ask. Don't be selfish. Don't be about yourself. Because sometimes we tend to do that. You know, I remember when the beginning of this journey, when I was praying with my friends, we were selfish. We were just thinking about us. Or maybe we we're not selfish in that sense. But maybe it's not knowing that God has a better plans for us. Because when you go into this journey, you go with uncertainty, right? You don't know what you are expecting at the end of the day. And when you start, obviously it's not gonna be about it, gonna be about you. You know, you're gonna pray about you. Pray for healing. Pray for so many things. And on this journey, little did I know that, Suki, at the, at the end of the day, it is not about you. That's when I got to find out that my father is a generation a uh, mind, He has generation in his mind. So whatever that I'm going to do right now, I need to impact on my generation. Even my prayers. Let not... My prayers be only about me, but let us let me pray for others as well because the Bible also teaches us to pray for others, right? Let me pray for others. Let me pray for my neighbor. My goodness, let me pray for just a stranger that is walking by. Let me pray for my community. Let me pray for for, for the world. Do you understand? Because at the end of the day, you need to impact on that world. You need to impact on your community. You need to impact on your generation. So you need to be generation in mind when you approach, you know, when you are, because he is a father, right? A father does not want to see only her child her children uh, are succeeding or whatever he even wants to see her great-grandchildren my goodness he wants to see the third and the fourth or whatever to your generation, not only you because whatever that he is giving you he is expecting you to pass it on to your children and your children if ever they hear they will pass it on to their children and their children and now that's when you will see a heart of a father, my God that's when you will see a heart of a parent that at the end of the day God is a parent, he is a father, that is why when you go and approach him to his throne of mercy, you know, go with confidence that He is a father, He wants what's best for me, so that in that way you are aligned. My goodness, I learned that you know, you are aligned with His promises, you are aligned with His will, you are aligned with His with His word, you are aligned with everything that He has. And now you become aligned with his vision. My goodness, you become aligned with his mission. You become aligned with each and everything or with your destiny. You become aligned with your destiny. That is what he's going to share with you. That is what you are going to uh, 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 realize. But the thing, if ever now you approach his throne of mercy with That understanding that I am not just approaching anyone, but I'm approaching my father. I'm approaching a parent who wants what's best for me. And I am confident that whatever that I'm asking, it it, it, it is aligned with his will. It is aligned with his word. My goodness, it will come to pass. Having faith in him as a father. Having faith in him. As a parent, that he only wants what is best for me, even more than you, he wants what is best for you. Let us have confidence in God let us grow spiritually you know hence I was saying that saving God it is not only by going to church and doing your duties but serving God again it is about you having a relationship with him you know there's nothing that my father wants than to for you to know him that is the kind of relationship that we must we must be having you know the last time I was just having this fun uh, chat with my father and I'm like you know father I want you to be the one walking me down the aisle, you know, I just, you know, that's me. You know, when I I come to my father, I'm a child, you know, I giggle like a child, you know, I speak like a child. And I'm like, I want you to, to, to be there, be present, you know, on my wedding day. Walk me down the aisle. I want you to be present. My goodness, because you are a father. You have envisioned this for me, and I have envisioned this for me. And there are things that I know I I have not envisioned for myself. But that is the best, best thing, again, by being in Christ. You know, the things that you didn't even envision for yourself that are good for you, that are best for you, God will unfold them. God will show them to you. God will give them to you. Even the things that you never even ask for, He will come and give it unto you. Because why? It is aligned with His will, with His purpose about your life and where He is taking you. My God, so let us go to God with confidence that He is a Father. He wants what is best for me. And let us have faith that pleases God, faith that moves the mountain mountain, so that at the end of the day you are able to give a good report. You are able to Testify of the power that is in the word of God, and you too, you will also say, I saw him. My God, in you too, you will also say, I was with him. Wouldn't that be beautiful? Even you will say that, I saw him, I heard him, I was with him. You will testify of the goodness and the love of the Father without adding. And subtracting anything, family. Stay blessed.